Welcome to Supplier Experience Live from Hicks, where we explore all the latest topics, trends, and discussion points in the world of procurement, procurement technology, and supplier experience management. Welcome to the podcast. Today's episode comes to you from London, and I'm delighted to be introducing Rich Sains, founder of Akeda. So before we dive into today's topics, Rich, maybe you could start with a quick introduction to yourself, your background, and some of the things you've been working on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm Rich Sains. I've been in procurement for about 20 years now, uh, was in uh, head of IT procurement in a number of organisations, uh, retailers, uh, hospitality, FMCG space. And um, yeah, a couple of years ago, founded uh, Akeda. So it's a procurement insights platform. We help to speed up delivery, increased capacity in procurement teams. Um, so yeah, that, that's all been taking my focus for uh, for a couple of years now. And it's, um, yeah, it's great fun. Uh, what we do is we bring together data from multiple systems. We give procurement leaders a forward-looking and proactive view of their team's delivery and the activity in the pipeline, and it sort of better informs their decision-making. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what Arcade is all about. Um, but yeah, also very passionate about the digitization of, of procurement. So yeah, been doing a lot around uh, getting that message out on LinkedIn. Uh, we've got got the uh, the procurement conversation, which is a LinkedIn live and podcast series, and we're trying to tackle some of those challenging topics uh, in procurement as well. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, that will certainly be keeping you busy. And of course, we've been hearing as well that uh, procurement is an exciting space to to be in, um, especially at the moment. We're seeing that at Hicks as well. But um, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts about uh, some of the trends that you're seeing. Yeah, I, I think procurement's become much more strategic over, especially the last two years over, you know, since the pandemic. But even prior to that, there was definitely the reputation was growing we're moving away from some of the, the tactical and admin work that we've been doing in the past. I think there's there's definitely now a better understanding of, of what procurement does, the value that it can bring. I think, um, you know, there's been some great work done to educate the C-suite over over a number of years to show that you know, procurement through, through business partnering um, can really help to drive innovation and value rather than rather than just sort of be a, a cost cutting function or a, a sort of a shadow, shadow budget organisation. Um, and I think one of the things that's also helped is is we've we've got rid of uh, a lot of the bad systems that that we've had in the past. A lot of those have been turned off, and uh, and now we've got this uh, great uh, new wave of digital technology that's coming into the function that will help to to sort of take it to the next level. And of course, you've spoken um, quite a bit actually around the importance of digitising procurement. I know it was um, recently on the procurement conversation as well. And I just wondered uh, why for you are you seeing this as more important than than ever for, for what procurement's got to do next? Uh, I, I think you know, historically procurement's been been a bit of an unloved function, especially when it comes to the sort of digitisation. I think uh, sales, marketing, HR, IT, operations, all these other functions have seen lots of investment um, to, to take those functions to the next level. And you know, things like finance, obviously. Um, definitely seen a, a move there towards more business partnering, more strategic advice that's being provided because obviously, uh, you know, ERP, ERP systems have, have taken a lot of that manual work out of out of finance. Um, but I think I think uh, one of the issues we've had with procurement, we've, we've had a number of four storms over the year. I think there's been a lot of over the years. I think a lot of the the focus has been on digitizing the process um, and. And in a way, that's that's sort of that hasn't helped us. That's seen 
some some sort of poor poor adoption really because uh, you know it's an overhead to if if you're running a process um, quite often to stick it into a, a system sometimes that they're not very well designed with the user in in mind actually that becomes an overhead and then uh, you know it's easier for you to just use your your Word and Excel spreadsheets to to manage it and actually I think there was um, some research done a couple of months ago that said that 65% of teams actually still just use Word and PowerPoint to sorry Word and Excel to manage their um, to manage their procurement processes. So so clearly, you know, we're sort of 20, 25 years into the digitization of procurement. And if you, you still got 65% of teams using uh, what they could have used anyway, it's not uh, not not gone very far forward. Um, but I think now uh, now especially is is the right time because there's so there's so many risks that we're trying to mitigate in in the process. You know, every year there's there's another thing that we need to be considering, and and that has the impact of slowing down the procurement process. And I think, especially now that business is actually, especially since COVID, business has really sped up, um, and it's become a lot more relationship centric. We can't afford for procurement to stay very process oriented and very slow. Uh, we've got to use uh, digitization to, to 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 close that gap. So, yeah, we've we've got. Uh, you know, moving moving at the speed of the business, really. And you, you spoke there actually about the the false dawns. Um, of course, poor adoption is is also an issue. And I just wondered, from your perspective, what do you think enterprises should do if they're looking to build or improve their digital roadmaps? I think, yeah, you know, having a having a digital roadmap is is critical. I think uh, one of the one of the key areas where teams fall down is that they they don't always have the right skills so I think having the right digital skills is vital uh, clearly that that means bringing in potentially bringing in people from other other parts of the business um, I think you know clearly you can upskill procurement people as well and it's, it's important if people understand the, the sort of the process and some of the challenges that within procurement but, but yeah having having those those di digital skills is is critical and I've, I've sort of listed out a few that that um, that I feel are, are really important, which is things like the having a having a product-based mindset. So in, in IT, we talk about this sort of product management concept, which is that the sort of the system is a is a product and it's something that you can you can iterate on and you can improve. So having that product mindset is vital. Having an obsession with user experience, I think, is is important as well because clearly you want people to be using it and you want it to be as simple to use as possible. Um, I think lean agile thinking uh, is is important. So, uh, you know, considering in a process what are the fewest steps that you can take in order to actually achieve the outcomes that you want through that process, um, and, and also be, being agile. So, uh, you're sort of iterating on it sort of links into the product mindset a bit, but iterating on uh, that product and improving it all, all the time. Sort of the continuous improvement piece is is important there. Um, and, and yeah, there's a you know, number of others. An analytical brain, you know, really analysing the data that you see. Communications, I think, is probably something that's a little bit um, overlooked, uh, especially around the change management area. So there's it's clearly there's a lot of change that needs to happen in order to uh, to get technology embedded. Uh, and I think yeah, change management is a very important skill there. But yeah, I mean, yeah, so those are some of the skills. But I think so over and above the skills, we've got to remember it's all about people. It's not just you know, if people do. Or teams will just go out and say, right, I think we need a system in this place. And actually, they 
they ignore the most important part, which is that it's to help people and it's all about people. So it's about how people uh, react to change. Um, and I think, yeah, you, you know, you've also got to be thinking about the the processes and the data uh, behind it as well. I think we've it, we're in procurement. Um, we've got quite a big problem with data. Uh, a lot of the data is owned in, in different functions. It's very siloed, uh, and it, yeah, that that can be quite painful. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that, that that's part of the the start of the roadmap. We want to be making sure that we've got the current state. Uh, you know, thinking about what objectives we're looking to uh, to achieve, and then design for your strategy. So you should you should have like a a sort of a procurement strategy. You need to be designing your digital roadmap around that. And I think um, a couple of things that I wanted to pick up on there, um, because um, th there's loads of great, great advice for people. And I was particularly interested when you talked about the product mindset um, and also communications, right? Because obviously mm -hmm. um, one of the things that also uh, very similar to a product uh, that needs to happen is you will have to sort of pitch for the investment for these different systems. Yeah. That involves some of the communication skills as well that, that you mentioned. So um, it, it kind of leads me nicely to my next question, actually, which is how can investment for these kind of digital transformation projects be secured? What are what's some of your advice around that? I mean, yeah, digital transformation is a bit of a it's a bit of a tricky topic to an extent in, in that I think if you if you're actually in a position where you need to completely overhaul your, your sort of digital landscape, then, you know, that should be. That should almost be easy because you're you're so far behind the curve. You can sort of look at your competition and say, "Look, this is how much more efficient we could be if we have the right technology in place." I think, I mean, there's some teams in that position, but I think most teams have an element of technology in place. And I think talking the, the sort of the, the transformation world can be a little bit um, can make people nervous. I think you know you hear about transformation, you think there's going to be a it's going to be a big change. There's lots of disruption, lots of additional effort for me, and that can switch people off. I think. I think what teams need to be doing is thinking of it in a more agile mindset, focusing on that continuous improvement. Uh, and, and in, you know, in order to do that, you need to be ensuring that there's investment for a, uh, an incremental investment in technology. So um, making that part of your business as usual, rather than saying, right, we need to go out and do something big and complex. I think, you, you, you know, five, 10 years ago, you did have to go out and get hundreds of thousands of pounds, maybe millions of pounds, uh, you know, get a team of, 20, 30 resources to deploy these types of projects. But I think I think now the way that the um, the way the way that marketplace has shifted, the fact that we've got so many more great best of breed technologies, we've got this um, you know API integrations between them, we can just do plug and play on on some smaller uh, aspects of technology. And actually, that doesn't need uh, the overhead that um, that the transformation previously did. So so yeah, I think I think we're definitely in a better position from that point of view. And it's it surprises people often how how how, how reasonable uh, you know putting a piece of plug and play technology in to solve a particular problem is. And I think um, yeah, I guess we've got to get that, get that message out there and and not um, you know you know not not have people having this perception from ten years ago that it's very expensive, very difficult, very painful, very time consuming. It, it, you know, it has it has moved on. And. What are your recommendations when enterprises are looking for technology solutions? Yeah, I, th I think this is, I mean, and as I say, this is something that you should be probably productizing uh, and, and making repeatable. And yeah, you know, every year you should probably be looking for something and it's either, you know, the latest thing that's out there or, or replacing, um, you know, what, what you have. But I think it's really 
uh, obviously there's a um, you know, look at the gaps that you have. Uh, so you current state to the to the um, where you want to get to, building that roadmap, getting the the funding and sponsorship uh, that you need in order to, to to undertake this, and then and then really understanding what the what the technology landscape is like. So either you know obviously you can do that yourself, and there's lots of tools out there. James Meads has his uh, you know great website that that can um, can help you with that, or or there's scouting agencies, or or yeah, just just you know having that detailed understanding within your own team um, is important. And then it's it's uh, going through the sourcing process, as I say, you know, looking for the uh, plug and play best of breed uh, solutions that are out there because those are, those are quick and easy to implement. And um, and then from that that position, it's really looking at uh, undertaking a proof of concept or or an MVP, uh, as we talk about within within tech, I think um, I think there's a great book, The Lean Startup, uh, which I'd, I'd definitely recommend uh, everyone who's going through this process to read. But I think you, you know there's a, there's a there's a cycle in there of setting your objectives and then doing running. They call it experiments. So build, measure, and and learn. So a lot of this is about taking learnings, and obviously there is a bit of a fear of failure within procurement, but when you fail, you, you 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 go through massive learning. So, so definitely, uh, uh, yeah, learning is very important. And then they talk about pivot or persevere. So, you know, change your approach or persevere with the approach that you're going through. So, I think you know it's, it's obviously designed for, for for startup founders, but actually, there's definitely uh, learnings in there that are applicable to to the sort of the corporate space as well. And then, yeah, I guess that's part of part of my recommendation. You know, productizing that that approach. Uh, you know, learning from from those proof of concepts, learning from the the sort of getting those into your into your team, seeing how your team uh, react to that. Work, working with the startups or working with the the tech firms to actually iterate on their product, because you know all these all these tech firms they they need feedback, they need to understand what users are feeling if they want to be if they want to be user centric. So uh, yeah. You know, clearly having a, a clear process for documenting feedback getting that to the uh to the suppliers you're working with and getting the, the product iterated is, is important and then yeah as i say you know continue that review process and you might find you know after a couple of years that actually there's something better that's come along but the, the beauty of the approach is that you can then you can sort of rip and repeat and um and go from there really absolutely and um one of the other things that you mentioned um actually which is the remit of procurement and how that's been growing. Um, I think you said something. There's always something new on the table that uh, needs to be to, to be dealt with. And we also hear quite a lot about the elevation of procurement. So this is one of my kind of favourite topics uh, in in the field at the moment. But um, kind of related to that, how do you see the future of procurement and um, how some of these perhaps new technologies play a role in that? I, th- I think it's an exciting future. I mean, I, I'm very excited where procurement can get to. I think. Uh, you know, as I say, we've sort of we've definitely seen this, um, you know, less and less tactical and admin work over the over the years. I think the, you know, we will see an automation of some of the sort of the, the more procedural work, the, the process oriented work, uh, and uh, I guess even some of the, the risk management stuff. There, there's it can be complex now, but but it, you know, when when you've got systems in place to deal with that, especially when a lot of organisations face very common challenges, uh, you, you know, automating that is, is an easy thing to do. I feel like procurement really can be a very creative function, very commercial function. 
uh, you know, solving solving business challenges um, and really leveraging the the value of our supplier base to drive competition, competition, competition and innovation. I think um, you know you look at you look at some of the big firms out there, Apple, Nike. They've they've co-innovated with with suppliers over time, and um, you know it's really helped them to get to to where they are. And I think that we've we've maybe missed a bit of an opportunity over the last sort of ten or fifteen years by we spend so much time squeezing the juice out of suppliers that we actually miss that uh, the opportunity to co-create and innovate. Um, so so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very um, optimistic about procurement. I think over the next five ten years we're going to become a lot more a lot more forward looking, a lot more proactive, a lot more strategic, a lot more a lot more valuable to the uh, to the C-suite of our of our of our various organisations. Fantastic. And for you, Rich, what what are you working on next? So yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, I guess bringing bringing a cater to the to the masses. Uh, yeah, as I say, it's you know we sit alongside systems. That's one of the things that, that we love about this new this new um, ecosystem. Uh, so so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an exciting future. I think that. As I say, you know, some of these topics I've mentioned, the the, the forward-looking reporting, that's something that we can really support leaders on uh, and getting getting a, a real clear view on what, what everyone's working on within the team, you know, sort of elevating above, um, you know, sort of specific e-sourcing or, or e-auctions or the rest of it. It's, it's actually, you know, there's so much more that we can, um, uh, that we can sort of analyse within the, the way that teams are working. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm working on. That sounds uh, that sounds super interesting. Well, look, thanks, Rich. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast, and it was an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. Great, yeah, good to talk to you. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button. Or for more information about us, visit our website www.pix.com. <laughs>